Ecclesiastes verse 8 of chapter 7. It says, better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. You may take your seat to the house of the Lord. Today's message is, this is that. I'm in a place where I am holding on to the word. A place where I'm trusting the scripture. Putting my ultimate belief and the Almighty God. The last several months, for some, the past few years, for others, have had some bright spots, a little sunshine here and there. But the reality of the matter is some of us have been smiling from a broken place. Some of us have been praising from a hurt place. Many of us have been suffering in silence. You kept it to yourself because you're an evangelist. You didn't tell anyone because you're the pastor. You work in the church and you don't want anyone thinking that you've lost your faith. You don't need people believing that you don't believe in the message that you yourself preach about. So you kept it to yourself. You kept on suffering in silence. You get up to testify. And what you say is not what you really want to say. But if you say it, what you really want to say, it's going to mess up somebody sitting next to you. So you decide to go to your secret closet. You had intentions to go and pray. But you prayed so long that instead of praying, you just lay. You lay out, you began to shout. Yes, you open your mouth in frustration, aggravation, and spiritual irritation. I go to my secret closet man at God because I can't feel the love. No love from the saints. Getting along better with the ain'ts. Got to a place where I'm just tired. Is this anyone's testimony? You're just tired. Tired of tears. Tired of hurting. Tired of crying. Tired of being misunderstood. Tired of being overlooked and underestimated. Tired of crying over the same stuff for the past few months, past few years. Trying to be strong, but honestly, I just really want to quit. I'm going to get on your own just a little bit. Trying to move forward, but realistically speaking, I'd rather just go on back. I'm trying, but Lord, where is my turnaround? Where is my help? You said that you would be a very present help. That's what you say. That you would never leave me nor forsake me. You said all I needed to do was ask and it will be given. 
God, I've been asking for six months. And instead of anything getting better, everything seems to be getting worse. You said all I need to do is ask, and it will be given. Seek, and I'll find. Said I got more I look, the more I get lost. I'm in a place where my need is greater than my praise. Life is winning right now. The bills, the kids, the drama, and my relationship, the unresolved and unsettled personal matters of my own life have left me uncomfortable praising you. Have left me uncomfortable in real life. Kind of scared to praise you because I don't want to be fake. The reality is I'm mad at you, Jesus. I feel some kind of way about you, Lord. I've learned how to fake it in church because I don't want to arouse suspicion. But the reality is I don't feel it this Sunday. I can still pick them up and put them down with the best of them. But the truth be told, for years, I just wanted to quit and sit down. There are people hearing me right now that feel the heat of this message burning in their bosom. Because it speaks to a place that you are right now. It speaks to a place that you are right now and have been for some time. But you haven't told anyone. Yet God is exposing you. Exposing you because he is tired of you being a praise imposter and a hypocritical worshiper. It's not your fault entirely. We as the church, so busy with the church that we have neglected to minister to the church. So busy putting on programs. So busy putting people in position. So busy making certain that the church was fine that we forgot to check on you. So busy making certain that all was well with the church people that we've neglected to minister to the people. Let me apologize for overlooking the obvious and forgetting to be faithful to the faithful. See, I realize that you are grown, you are an adult, and you make your own decisions. Those decisions does not necessarily coincide with church. And it certainly does not remove the responsibility of the church to be the church to be a leader. And so it's always my charge to look for spiritual leaders in this church, those that will stand up and those that will support, those that will help be gateways and be uh, individuals that will undergird this ministry and make certain that this ministry is the best ministry this side of heaven. Those that will stand with me to be the best staff, best volunteers, best intercessors, best stewards of excellence. To be hungry to help and quick to assist. Meanwhile, if I have to do it by myself, I've gotten to a place where I'm understanding I just have to do what I have to do. I have to stand alone. I just have to do what I have to do. The will of God will come to pass in this house. The will of God is coming to pass in this hour. And I need to encourage someone and let you know that God is about to honor your prayers. And God is answering your prayers right now. This isn't for everyone, but for those who are spiritual, you're going to give God some praise right there. 
I know you feel that you've been left alone, that you're in a dark place, that you're struggling, and that no one is noticing. That you're hurting and no one is helping. But you need to know on this day that you are at the threshold of victory. That you are at the verge of victory. That you are at the brink of a breakthrough. I heard God say that this day I'm placing before you an open door. Look at somebody tell them you're at the doorway of your deliverance. I'm trying to bless the house on this morning. The song says that it is a new season. That it's a new day. A fresh anointing is, is coming my way. A season of power and prosperity. Saints, I know it took a while to get to this place. That you lost some friends along the way trying to get to this place. That you've hurt and you've struggled. But today we declare that the struggle is over. I need 45 people to believe that with me. That the struggle is over. That you personally have hurt long enough. That you personally have struggled long enough. That you've suffered long enough. Allow me to minister a season of miracles over your life right now. Miracles in your finances. Miracles in your home. Miracles in your relationship. Lord, touch, heal, and deliver in this place right now. Saints, I declare a fresh wind to blow through this place. A fresh perspective over your life. No, we're not going to leave you broken down by the side of the road this Sunday. Amen. This Sunday is a Sunday of deliverance and breakthrough and healing in this house. Look at you every time we're coming to get you. We're coming to get you. We're coming to pull you out of that place. Amen. Devil, we're checking out of hotel hell on this day. Jesus, I am on my way to life and death more abundantly. Tell your neighbor, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We can't stay in Lodabar any longer. Not with the plan that God has for our life. Not with what God has spoken over our life. God has something greater for your life. Today is a day of righteous relief for those that believe. It took you a minute Seems like you've been caught up and messed up for a lifetime. That you've been wrapped up and caught up in this thing forever. You thought you was going to die in this thing. But I found out something on, about this thing that you're dealing with. Ecclesiastes 7 and 8 says better is the end of a thing than the beginning of it. And you need to know that you're not at the beginning of it any longer. And God told me to let somebody know it only gets better from here. It only gets greater from here. You got to understand that the worst is behind you. And that your best days are in front of you. You ought to give God some praise in this house. You have been destined for deliverance from the foundation of the earth. Amen. You need to understand that God is turning this thing around. And those that started out at the back of the line, God is moving you to the front of the line. And not only to the front, but understand you are next in line for the miracle that's about to drop in kingdom harvest. Get ready for your seasonal shift. Shift in the case that something else is about to happen. And this shift, this shift, for somebody sitting on the front row, this shift going to be suddenly. Thank you, This shift, this shift. For somebody that's been serving as an usher in Kingdom Harvest, let me tell you, God say, this shift is about to be suddenly in your life. So the ones that's, that's serving on the praise team and that's just believing God for better and greater, God told me to tell the praise team, this shift 
It's about to be suddenly. Amen. For those that don't have a position, but you keep coming anyway, giving God praise and giving Him glory. God told me to release a word that a suddenly shift is about to happen in your life. Somebody give God some praise for the shift. Let me tell you something. The devil had a deadline. And that's why things have intensified. Because he knows that time is short. He knows that his time of uh, raising hell and causing problems in your life is almost over. That's why he came out against you the way he did. You didn't understand as to why you were sick, broke, and getting divorced at the same time. He was pulling out all the stops. Because he needed you to quit. He couldn't stop you. He needed you to quit. You're going to catch that tomorrow. But God said that you've gone through the worst of it. I like that. He said that you've gone through the worst of it. Tell your neighbor, not only did I go through the worst of it, but I survived. Y'all not hear me. Lord have mercy. I've gone through the flames. I've gone through the fire. The enemy tried to take you out. But somehow or another, through the stuff that you went through, through the hell that you dealt with, you found out that greater is he. That's on the inside. Y'all didn't hear me this morning. Open your mouth and shout, I survived. It was a struggle, but I survived. I went broke, but I survived. Back up against the wall, but I survived. Didn't think I would make it. It was a close call. Open your mouth and shout, but God. When was the last time you had a but God moment? Ecclesiastes 7 and 8 later calling. Tells me that better is the end of a thing than the beginning of it. Your completion and your new beginning is in sync in this season, says the Lord. If you ask Job, he'll tell you in chapter 8, verse 7, that though your beginning was small, yet your latter end should greatly increase. I don't want to mess with everybody because everybody don't want it, but for the ones that need, I need you to understand that greater is coming your way. That there's going to be an increase in the end. That your increase is inches away from you. Y'all not hearing me. That God say that with your next praise, you're going to start seeing the results of that praise. Amen. Now I understand the purpose of my hurt, the purpose of my struggle, the pain that I had to go through. It was all a part of the plan of God. It was destined like this. It was scheduled for this hour. It's about to happen. And I'm better now. I'm good now that I have an understanding. That even though it may not have happened yet, just to know that it's closer today than it was yesterday. Yes, sir. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And saints, God has been doing some miraculous things. He's been manifesting in crazy ways in this church. He has been giving me the, the ability, the availability, and the authority to speak those things that be not as though they were. 
And I have watched people uh, claim their healing and receive that healing in this church. I have seen people come and they've tell, told me that, Pastor, I don't know what happened, but the bill is paid off in its entirety, saints. I need you to know that this is God's way of letting you know he has, has not forgotten about you. That he yet has his hand on you. And I need you to understand that as God began to manifest and as God began to prove himself and take you to new levels and new heights concerning prosperity in your life, that it's going to be some people that's upset with you. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? They're going to feel some kind of way about what God is doing for you, about how God is blessing you, and how God is taking you from faith to faith and glory to glory. And what you're going to have to do is watch out for people that can't celebrate your new season. I'm not talking to everybody, just those that know this about to happen for you, amen. You have to look out for people that will not applaud what God is doing in your life, amen. They looking at you with piercing eyes and they are, they are green with envy and jealousy about what God is doing in your life. They hate on you not because of where you are, but because of where you're going. Don't you understand that somebody is jealous of your future, amen. You're not even in that place, not even walking in that authority, but they see greatness on your life. And this is why the enemy tried to kill all of the sons because he know that somebody was going to be great and I need to talk to 14 people in this place because I know that there are 14 people that are going to be greater in this next season and this is why people cannot stand you right now they can care less about what you don't have they look in your future and what God is about to do for you they know that God is getting ready to rain down pour out and bless you in ways that you need to act in do I'm telling you that there are windows that God is opening right now in this hour in this place and that's something Somebody is jealous. Somebody is bothered. And let me tell you, that ain't got anything to do with you. Keep on praising God. Keep on blessing God. If you think they mad at you now, just wait until God complete the work in your life. Just wait until God turn this thing around full circle. In your, I wish I had some help in the house. Somebody that knew that I'm talking to you in this house. Tell your that he's talking to me. Listen, listen, Brother Ed, they mad because you're close. Lord help us. They, they mad because you're close. As long as you were at the back of the line, they was good with it. As long as you were struggling to make an 8.15 an hour, they was good with it. But as soon as the word of God came and said, you get ready to start making 32,000 change per hour, amen. They tried to knock you over to receive that word. But I need you to understand in this place, even as God is sending confirmation to the spirit of those that believe him, that greater is on the way. Touch three people and tell them, and that is my word, and I'm standing on it.
is yet to come. They feel some kind of way about your future. They try to sabotage your tomorrow. You know what they do, Elder? They try to steal your joy. Come on, sir. Sitting down while you testifying. Don't want to hear you while you preaching. Try to steal your thunder, steal your shine, steal your joy. But the problem with all these assertions is that this joy I have. You can try to steal it, but you got to understand that this joy. I wish I had some happiness. This joy that I have. The world didn't give it and I declare in this place that can't no devil in hell in the underworld of this world or the world to come can take it. If you know that the joy that you have is the joy of the Lord, amen, and that the joy of the Lord, it is your strength. I'm talking about joy that flows like a river. I'm talking about joy, unspeakable joy. You ought to praise God like you have that joy, amen. Come on and give God some praise in this house. They jealous about your joy, girl. They try to steal your joy and put you back in the misery because misery loves company. You got to let them know it took me too long. Let me talk to some people that's happy now, amen. You ain't always been happy, amen, but you're finally happy. You're finally secure. You're finally joyous, amen. Open your mouth and shout, it took me too long to get here. Mother, it took me too long to get out of that place into this place. Yes, sir. To have you get me out of place. Well. I'm finally fine and I refuse to let others rob me of this moment. Oh, there used to be a time I would have kept quiet. Would have fool around and let you have your way, talk ignorant to me. Have your say. Leave me feeling wounded, bothered, confused, and broken. But not today. Y'all ain't hood enough for me, amen. somebody. Can I find somebody on this side? This side, not today. Now, y'all playing with it too. Let me, I'm looking for somebody. Come on, help me out, ladies. Not today. Not today. Amen. Look at somebody. Tell them, not today. And tomorrow, either. Amen. Don't let them know. I, 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 I've already scheduled praise for the next seven days, amen. I, 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 I don't have no room for you, amen. I don't have no room for misery on Monday. I don't have no room for sadness on Tuesday. I don't have no any room for depression on Wednesday. I don't have any room for brokenness on Thursday, amen. All my days are going to be filled with gladness, amen. The joy of the Lord is raining down on me right now. I already told you, God does nothing else for me. I can sit back and bask in the blessing that he's already showered me with. But I believe that something fresh is coming this way. God is getting ready to send an east wind in this house. And then when God sends an east wind, he get ready to blow out everything that's not. I wish I had somebody in this house that know that God is doing a new thing in your life. Get ready to touch somebody from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Can you bless God like it's already done in this house? God damn you just got to be mad today. You just got to be mad today because I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him for what he's done. I'm going to praise him for what he's doing. I'm going to praise him for what I think he's getting ready to do. Eh? Yeah, devil, you just got to feel some kind of way in this season. Amen. Because I understand that this world is looking for somebody, expecting for somebody to, to not praise God. But I'm just not that somebody. I decided I will praise the Lord. Amen. From the rising of the sun until the going down to the sand. Because he's worthy of the praise. Amen. I decided I will bless the Lord at all times and that his praises are 
and they shot the tingling beat in my mouth. I decided to praise God when I got plenty money. I decided to praise God when it made it bank account. I decided to praise God with a good doctor report. I decided to praise God with tears in my eyes. I decided to praise God in the trail port. I decided to praise God with all, all the money that owned the man some money. I decided to bless God with everything that's in me. I bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to bless him in this season. Because I'm looking for and I'm expecting God to do some things. And I'm not about to change my mind. And on this Pentecost Sunday, I declare that you have gone through some things. But God said that you're going from being covered during Passover. To being exposed on Pentecost. God said that on the night of Passover, the worst of the tenth plagues came through. And when the plagues came through, the worst one would have been the death of all the firstborns in Egypt. God told the Israelites to sacrifice a spotless lamb. To take the blood from that spotless lamb and rub it across the doorpost. And that overnight, the Spirit of the Lord would come through. It would fly through the nation and would pass over only the houses that showed blood. Elbow, your neighbor, tell me the blood still works. That during the Passover, at that time of the Passover, you wanted and you needed to be covered by the blood. So that your household and your home would be safe. You needed the Lord to pass over. But on Pentecost. Because we don't want our soul lost. Instead of asking the Lord to pass over, I shouted, pass me not. Oh, gentle Savior, here. I wish I had some church in this house, amen. While others that are calling, please, Lord, come pass me by Savior. Why don't you call him Savior? Hear my humble cry. While others you are calling, do not pass me. Don't pass me on Pentecost. Then pass over the spirit of the Lord It quietly and sneakily eased through the night While everyone was asleep But on Pentecost When the day of Pentecost was fully come They were all in one place And with one accord Passover was quiet Passover was hushed Everyone was asleep But on Pentecost Grab a neighbor and tell them Sunday Oh, that's the wrong one. They should have got excited right there. Look at him tell him suddenly. A sound like a mighty rushing wind. It came from heaven and it filled the whole house where everyone was sitting and there appeared unto them as cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them and they were all filled. Somebody shout filled. They were filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues and the Spirit of the Lord and gave them utterance. Tell your neighbor, get ready for the noise. Amen. I wish I had some folk in this house. Look at somebody to tell them, get ready for the noise. Get ready for the sound. God said, you're going to hear it before you see it. I don't know what you've been praying and believing God for, but I'm coming into agreement with you on this day that there was so much noise and anointed activity that it began to amaze all the bystanders. It began to mess up the mind of the people and they began to ask one another, what is the meaning of this? And somebody jumped up and they said, these bars are full of new wine. They said they've been drinking. 
They said, that's what they said. They've been drinking. They said, look how they act. Listen how they sound. Speech all slurred. They all, the enemies are, are coming together with one another. They okay with one another. I need to let you know that God is about to move on someone in such a way that the spirit of Hannah is about to hit your life and have people thinking that you crazy and that you drunk. I need you to let your neighbor know I'm good, amen. I just felt the power. I'm not drunk, I just felt the power. Something just resonated within my spirit. Ain't nothing wrong on this side of town, amen. I just felt the power. I'm not crazy, I just felt the power. Amen, they began testifying to one another. And then Peter stood up in the crowd and he said, these men are not drunk as you suppose. It's only the third hour of the day. But this is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel. And Joel told him, and it shall come to pass that in the last days, said God that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters, they will begin to prophesy. The spirit of prophecy is in this house right now. And I need you to know that your young men, that they shall see visions. And your old men, they shall dream dreams. I need you to understand that in this house, that even now that spirit is in this place. Look at your say the spirit is here. Come on, let them know the spirit is here. The spirit is here. And on my service, we don't have to talk about this part, but it goes on to say, and on my service, and on my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Now, because somebody don't believe it, I don't want you messing with it. That's the word. But I need you to prophesy over your own life. Why don't you just wrap yourself? And shout self. You are about to be blessed in ways that eyes have not seen. ears have not heard. Open your mouth and shout self. I speak healing over you. Self. I speak prosperity over you. Self. I speak breakthrough over you. Self. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. I speak Holy Ghost power over your life. Self, you are healing Jesus' name. I wish I had some help in this house. God say every seed that come out of your body that believes every child of yours. Self, my children are saved. Self, my husband delivered. I need some help in this house. I need you to know that the Holy Ghost. Jesus. 
God said make me pray for the next two weeks. It's going to mess with your mind for the next two weeks. But God told me to tell somebody if you can hold on for 14 days. That your turnaround is closer than what you know. That you're going to go into the pit for a little while. Joseph be going into the pit for a little while. But take no devil keep you from going to the palace. God said, I've already prepared a palace for my true praises. I need about 25 drill praises to give God some praise right now. When you caught up in your pit, bless his neighbor. When you're in the middle of your struggle, bless his neighbor. I know it hurts, but bless his neighbor. Come on and give God some praise in the house. I pour out my spirit. And they shall prophesy. Yeah, 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 God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. And they shall prophesy. Yes. Yes. Tell you that they shall prophesy. God hit me with a word Wednesday night. Told me to tell the church that nine months of favor is coming to the faithful. I want to find the nine people that receive that word in this house. Just the nine people that really believe it. Come on, bless it. Bless it. Nine months of favor is coming your way. Can I prophesy that better? It's the end of a thing. They're the beginning of it. And when they see you healed, and they start wondering, how did the report change? When they hear the judge say, case dismissed. Yes, yes, when miracles show up in your mailbox. Yes, when your husband gets saved this time for real. Yes. When your children come off the streets and give up the drugs. Another began to wonder, how did it happen? Yes. Where did that come from? Yes. Grab a nail by the hand. Yes. Look at him in their face. And tell them, this yes. is that. Yes. This is that that I've been praying for. This is that that I've been believing for. This is that that God showed me in my dream. This is that that the pastor prophesied about. I need you to open your mouth and shout, this is that. And say, I need you to understand, Sister Tosca, that I feel that this is that anointing in this house. As God is pouring out his spirit over kingdom harvest, the spirit of Pentecost on this Sunday, that salvation is coming to your house, that increase is coming to your family, that consolation is coming to those student loans, reconciliation is coming to your relationships. Open your mouth and shout, this is that.
them are this. But how many of you give God a crazy praise for your failure? That which is on the way. I need you to bless God like you lost your mind. Praise God like it's here right now. Come on and give God the praise in this house.